0: Good evening, church. and Thank you so much for joining us tonight. My name is Cole. I'm the pulpit minister here
1: at Central Church of Christ, and this is Dan Spath. He's one of our elders, and this is our Wednesday evening conversation through the Law and the Prophets where we take some of the most exciting people and events in the Old Testament. And we talk about it. Yeah. We, we have a conversation.
0: We just talk about
1: it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you're if you're talking. listening to this on the Heart and Hands podcast, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you're listening to the, or if you're watching this via Facebook, make sure to like and share. That really helps us out. Please, please hit that like button, share the video. It really, really does help us out. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you also like it and you're subscribed and you get the bell turned on so you get notified every time we upload a video. Um... So we're going to be in Genesis chapter thirty-seven tonight. We're going to briefly talk about thirty-six, very briefly. Just want to point one, really one thing out, okay. um, and then we're going to be into Genesis chapter thirty-seven. I'm excited. It's great. It's a great chapter. Yep, it is. It's a great chapter. It's a,
0: it's, it starts a great series of chapters. Yes, there's a lot of great story here, and then it and then it segues into into Exodus, and mm-hmm. which is is a you know we're really getting into the meat of this thing now, you know. It seemed, it seemed kind of like it was, uh, it kind of got stuck there for a while. But this is going to get, it's going to really start rolling now. That's right. A lot yep. of good stuff here. So let's pray and we'll get started. All right. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the opportunity we have to, uh, to study together tonight. I pray for our audience. I pray for all those who may be listening at, at, at one point or another. I pray, Father, they'll they'll will uh, open their minds and their hearts, and and if there's things in their life that uh, that need to be touched, I pray, Father, that will you'll help us to say the right thing at the right time, to help them to get to navigate through whatever problems that they may be having. And if they need to contact us, Father, I pray you give them uh, give them opportunities to do that, Father. We really would like to hear from them. Just bless us tonight, Father. Be with Cole and I both as we as we uh, navigate through life. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on in our lives, and sometimes they can get overwhelming. Sometimes, but uh, I just pray, Father, you bless us and encourage us and lift us up as we move forward. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, we're going to be in Genesis. Like I said, we're going to move quickly through 36, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to be in chapter 37. But before we get into the text, brother, I just want to ask you a real quick question. Um, You know, you've been an elder in the Lord's Church for a very long time. You've seen a lot of different situations, a lot of people coming to the, the obedience and the gospel, you know, over, what, 30 years
0: I'm not sure exactly how long it's been. Uh, I've been a Christian since I was 29. I'm 70 now, so that's what 40, 40, 40 years, 41, 41 years. 41 years. And probably about 30 years, I guess. I probably was I probably became an elder probably 15 years into that, so maybe 25 years. I've so you
1: you know and you've you've gone to the jail and studied with prisoners. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're truly a man who has sat back and examined the human condition, I would say, the human mind and how we think. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the ramifications of buying into a lie? Concerning our self worth, man, specifically that we're not worth anything. What are the ramifications of have, buying into that lie that you're not valuable?
0: I have, I have seen it go into all kinds of places, man. I've seen people lose their minds. I've seen people lose their lives over it, you know, because they could not grab a hold of the fact that they had any self worth or self value. And I've seen them. I've seen them. Uh, uh, I, I have. I've known too many that have killed themselves. Uh, I've known too many that have, have just obliterated families, just children, a mess, you know, and, and you can, and then I've seen them with no friends and no, they don't have, because they, they don't have any value in their life. They don't see themselves with any value. They don't look at themselves that, that they have a, a, that they're worthwhile. Well, so then they get to a point where they many times where they start living a life and and they that's the whole narrative they gauge everything by you know if if you if you say something wrong to one of somebody like that you can get them you can hurt them so deeply and you won't even know because because many times people hide that they hide that that lack of self self esteem that that no confidence in themselves. And it comes from all over the place. It can come from uh, from their own personal, uh, uh, it can come from family members. It can come from just the a, a, a world telling them that if you don't have this. I mean, I've known people that, that they believe that everything commercials told them. You know, I mean, I, how many blonde-haired, blue-eyed women do you know? How many do I know? I mean, how do we? It seems like they they have uh, got every commercial is, out yeah. there has a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman that's 25 and, and, and is perfect. And this is what—and this is what all women are supposed yeah. to look like, right? Well, right? what does that do to a woman's self-esteem? Oh man, I can and only And what, what about you know the? It, we say it's a new phenomenon. It's not a new phenomenon. Where where you you talk to people that have been abused, mm. bullied. Bullying is, is was even in my day, but it wasn't talked about. Now, you know, people are damaged. They're damaged because somebody bullied them in their life. And well, and
1: they, it's a, you can't even get away from it now. I mean, at least, you know, back in your day growing up, you could go home and get away from that person now. You know, especially if your child's on social media or you're on social media, that bullying can follow you wherever see, you see, know. I don't even
0: know what that's like. Man, they have I, a
1: direct line right into your brain I know, through your
0: phone. I know. And I, I don't even it's know severe. I don't know what that's like because I don't do Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Right. But from what I hear, you know, people people use that that very can be very evil and very ugly on some of that stuff. Absolutely. I know I I've seen some really good stuff. My wife showed me things from time to time and really good stuff, but but you know, when when I've sat across the table from too many women and uh, that have been sexually and physically abused and talk about, talk about low, you know, sometimes you, you, it, it can be a very difficult thing to get them past that. And sometimes you can't, you can't get them past it. They just won't go there. And I've, I've had people that, you know, it was way beyond my pay grade. You know, we've sent people to, to counselors and, and licensed professionals because I didn't know what to tell them. I couldn't get them past it because of the low, low self-worth that they had in their life. And you saw it in every aspect of their life. Right. You saw it in their relationships. You saw it in their employment history. You saw it in their addictions, in their abuses, how they abuse their own bodies. I've seen young people, young, young girls especially, that cut themselves. That cut themselves because they're looking for for attention. They're looking for somebody to notice me, notice me. That I ha- do I have any value because my whole world's telling me I don't, you know. And then or I'm not up to snuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. And that couldn't be further from the truth, man. You know something you say, all man. God has created all of us in His image. I had the opportunity to say that to somebody the other day, that was asking a, a question about one of their family members that that was. Uh, going through some stuff and it was some stuff that they didn't agree with. And, and they asked me, what do I do? And I said, you have to understand that that person has been created in the image of God. Doesn't mean they're living the life, but they've been created in the image of God. And you have to, you have to deal with them accordingly. That's right. You have to love them. You have to like what they're doing, but you have to love them. And that's sometimes we, we so focus, people can so focus on, on their own, own abilities that they forget that they've been created in the image of God. God don't make junk. That's right. He never has. We turn it into junk. People tell us that we're no good and we buy it. And so we turn it into junk. We're bullied and we turn it into junk. We're the ones that turn this into junk. God doesn't make junk. Absolutely. We turn it into junk. We turn it into something that God, you know, never intended for us to be. Sure. He has a plan for us. He has a, he has, he has a purpose for us. And, and we, and we buy into the, into the little voice whispering in our ear that, uh, you know, and, and like I said, bullying was there. I mean, man, I lived in a neighborhood and, and man, we were, there was a, there was a pecking order in our neighborhood and, you know, it was a bunch of guys and we played baseball and everything, but some were athletic, some weren't. We had guys that were on the baseball team and at school and some of us weren't, some of us couldn't throw a ball past, you know, from here to the street, Right. you know, mm-hmm. and, but you know, and, and. Uh, you know, it just it just when you look at, at at what I when you see it happening, especially to little kids, and I'm going, man, you know, I know what's coming. I know what's coming. And I know how how bad it can get. And it just it just it just hurts me. It hurts me because because at some point I'm gonna be sitting across the table from them. Trying to help them find a way to make make sense of this, where God can straighten it out, and many times they just can't, won't do it, just can't, yeah. you know. And it just, it's just, I've seen it way too much, seen way too much of yeah. it, and it's uh, it, it it's very sad. It's unfortunate. Very sad. It's very unfortunate. It's, yeah, it's unfortunate, and it's, it, and uh, you know, I mean, just, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't. I hope that answers your question. I don't, I don't know what, I don't. You know sometimes you go home and and you know afterwards and and you know and you know we live in a culture today when there's times when i sit down with someone i have to have my wife there you know i have to make sure she's in the in the room or somewhere around you know where you know i don't get accused of something you know i mean people uh, people lash out yeah. you know it's another symptom of it they lash out at people that they feel are better than they are i, mean, I ain't no better than nobody yeah i just been forgiven doesn't make me better; just makes me forgiven.
1: Well, you know, you've chosen to believe the things that God has said rather yes, than the I, world. Yes, I have. And the importance of that—the importance of that decision of allowing God to define our reality, to define who we are, to define our value—the mm-hmm. um, I mean, it just can't be overstated.
0: And and I really I want to go back to the, something that Richard Rendon used to tell those guys all the time. And and if you if you're part of this church and you're watching, you know, you remember who he used to be, an elder here. He lives in Austin now. And used to tell those guys in the jail all the time. He said, guys, he said, look in the mirror and remember something. God don't make junk. He never did. He never has and never will. We turn it into junk. Yeah. And now we have help. We have internet help. (laughs) We have have bullying help. help. We have parents that help it along and convince us that we're no good.
1: Speaking of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now we're going to get there in Genesis. I didn't
0: know that's where you're going at first, but now I know where you're going. with In, in Genesis yeah.
1: 37, we're going to see that. But I, you know, we finish out with Genesis chapter 35 and, um, you know, we looked at, you know, Jacob burying Isaac. So Isaac has, has exited the story. Now, Isaac was was the promised son. Remember, yes. we're waiting for that seed to come mm-hmm. stomp the snake. That's what yeah. we're waiting on. That's, that's what, what God doing. has promised. And so he called Abraham, but it wasn't Abraham. He rescued Noah, but it wasn't Noah. Abel got killed by Cain. Seth came along. It wasn't Seth. And I worked backwards from that. But understand, we're supposed to be following these people.
0: And now, then we found out it wasn't Jacob either.
1: We, we found out it wasn't Isaac because he just died. Yep. And, we, and we saw a lot of his deficiencies, right? Mm-hmm. And now we looked at Jacob. Now, Jacob has been a supplanter since the beginning. Yep. So we've seen a lot of his problems right what up, up front. Yeah, what 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 he he saw. Saw. it wasn't Esau. It wasn't Esau. Although it's it's interesting, look at 36, and we're going to come down a little bit to verse 15 in Genesis 36, and I just want to point this out in verse 15 and in verse 31. Notice what it says here, uh, church. Notice that it says, these were the chiefs among Esau's descendants, and then in verse 31 it says, these were the kings who reigned, reigned in Edom before any Israelite king reigned. Why does that matter? why am i bringing that up well in genesis chapter 17 verses 5 through 6 the text very clearly says god this is god now promising abraham no longer will you be called abram your name will be abraham for i have made you a father of many nations i will make you very fruitful i will make nations come nations of you and kings will come from you this is the second time we've seen that promise fulfilled Mm -hmm. in genesis the first time, believe it or not, whoop, i got to jump back over to the Genesis chapter 36. The first time we saw it fulfilled was with Ishmael's genealogy. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't really jump into that, but in Ishmael's genealogy, it also ref- refers to rulers and nations that yep. came from Ishmael. Mm-hmm. And so why does this matter, Church? And he
0: promised him. He t- he prom- That's he said, why it matters. He said, will, I will make of him a, a great nation. He will become a great nation.
1: God always comes through on his promises yeah they are not his promises when he speaks his promise and it's a one-way promise so he looks at abram and he says i'm going to do these things mm-hmm. he looks at ishmael he says i'm going to do these things yep. he is swearing by his own power his mm-hmm. own authority and god fulfills what he promises every time every time why does that matter because the people receiving this are wandering in the wilderness following a pillar of smoke and a pillar of fire. that's yes, right. They need to know yep. that God is going to come through on his promise. and church, that's something we need to know. We do. We excuse me, we need to believe that God is going to come through on his word. We've got to fall back on that. You know, we I talked we that whole question we just went through, you know, where do people find their value? We're going to get into Genesis chapter 37 and guess what? We're going to see a very common problem in this family, right? now manifest itself in Jacob's children. The favoritism thing that's been going on since Abraham, it's going to come all the way down here. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see it. We're going to see a horrible action, right? A horrible event take place. And why? Because some people believed that their value came from their father. Yeah. And their father's failing in elevating one of his children over the others. So we're going to see a lot of that. We're going to see that dynamic. So yeah, we're, we, going to see,
0: we're going to see him. There's going to be some instances where he, you're going to look at it and say he's not a very good father.
1: For sure. Not you know, a good but don't understand we're not looking at Jacob and trying to beat up Jacob.
0: No. That's no, not
1: what we're trying to do. No. Church, I tell you now, I am a worse sinner than Jacob ever was. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I'm sure Dan would feel Absolutely. the same way. Absolutely. I'm sure if Paul would sitting were sitting here, he would say, and I'm the chief sinner. We'd all yeah. be having a fight over who the bigger <laughs> sinner is. Yeah. Okay, church. Yeah. It's we're not looking at Jacob trying to beat him up. We're not looking at Isaac and trying to beat him up or Abraham or any of these guys. We're looking up we're looking at him like because we see ourselves. Yeah. We see yeah. our deficiencies. Dan sees his defeat. We see mm-hmm. these deficiencies and mm-hmm. we need to grow and learn from them. Mm-hmm. As a church, we need to build one another up. We need to say, hey, look, that's not okay. That's not right. But there's
0: some, there's a better way. When you, when you see the people that we deal with, when I, that I've dealt with, it's, you see, you you want it, You want it so desperately to, to help them to see that, that, that God won't won't back out on you, but God won't abandon you, God won't leave you, no matter what your parents may have done, no matter what your siblings may have done, no matter what people in your life That's may have right. done. It doesn't matter. That's absolutely you know, right. Because God doesn't make junk. He created us in His image. We're the ones, and people around us have turned it into something different. And it's amazing what He can do with
1: you when you turn your life over oh, to Him. Oh, it's amazing. So let's let's jump into Genesis chapter 37 because we're going to see all of this dynamic play out. Yep. Church, we're going to see this dynamic play out over the next few chapters probably yep. all the way to the end of genesis yep. Yep. so all right verse ch- uh, chapter, excuse me genesis chapter 37 verse 1. jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed the land of canaan this is where god led him when he returned yep. from padanaram mm-hmm. this is where he was supposed to be so this is the account of jacob's family line which is appropriate because we just saw in genesis 35 isaac exited the story mm-hmm. he exited the narrative mm-hmm. so now we're focusing in on jacob's family line Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives, and he brought their father a bad report about them.
0: Me? You ever had a brother? I was about to say. You ever had a brother that, I only had one brother? Man, <laughs> we used to turn on each other, man. Oh man, this was man, me. I love him to death. I mean, we're we're a lot older now. I love yeah. him to death. But, man, we used to turn. Man, Quick. You know, I was constantly Quick. snitching on him. He was snitching oh. on me, oh, trying to man. get him in trouble. Oh, yeah. You know, you yeah. know what David did? <laughs> you see? Yeah. Man, look at what David did. Yeah, yeah,
1: for me, it was Arthur.
0: It was Arthur, my <laughs> Just, older brother.
1: And my well, younger brother. Well, my younger brother, John, he, we were, you know, six years apart. I was five years from my older brother. But I I definitely, we had a lot of animosity towards each other, my older oh, brother yeah, and I. And yeah. So we, we definitely. So uh, this happens in families.
0: And my sister did
1: it to me. My sister was five years younger than me and uh you know she would sit there and and scream and cry about stuff i can remember one instant where i was innocent and she just started crying and i'm like why are you crying and my parents walked in and then she's pointed the finger at me and i was like are you kidding me she was yeah oh, she was probably six or seven years old manipulative manipulative i was just as bad i was just as bad. <laughs> so joseph this young man of 17 was sending flocks with his brothers and he, he brings his father a bad report about them so you know we can kind of imagine what this is like what's going on here in this family you know he's got gosh he's got twelve sons well, it's
0: been a long time since I've been seventeen mm-hmm. but I can remember I can remember the some of the dynamic of it you know I can remember how when I was seventeen uh my brother was uh, was he was uh thirteen mm-hmm. and I couldn't stand him you know I didn't want him tagging along I sure. want him tagging I yeah. didn't want him you know and uh, and I just, I, I I did everything in my power to make his life miserable. Mm. Yeah, I know what miserable. that's like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know what that's like.
0: So I'm like. looking at this guy, 17 years old, and he's got a lot of older brothers. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine what some of these older brothers have been doing to him?
1: Oh, man, they are... Yeah, this is, this is a very tense situation. It's going to get worse. In verse 3, now Israel, remember, Jacob has been renamed to Israel. <laughs> yep. So the text is going to do this, church. Look, you know, at verse 1, Jacob lived in the land. In verse 3, now Israel. It's going to go back and forth and, and mix and match. For a while, sides. yeah, it will. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons. Oh, Lord. Because he had been born to him in his old age. I'm sure it wasn't just that, church. I'm sure, you know, Rachel, this is one of Rachel's boys. You know, this is Rachel's first boy. And
0: we remember Rachel and Leah, right? We have to go through that narrative again. He loved
1: Rachel, but he he despised Leah. And when God saw it, right, he opened Leah's womb and she had all sorts of kids. And Rachel.
0: Well, Leah was not who he wanted.
1: Right. Leah wasn't who he wanted. But again, it it all goes back to that, you know, man up. Be a a spiritual head of your family and do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Man up. You know what God (coughs) expects. Man up. Don't. Take, take another—anyway, okay, we've we talked about we that. We beat that up. We no. beat that up. Yeah, yeah. And so we see this, and you know, Abraham did this. Well, we've we've talked about it's very possible that Isaac kind of picked this favoritism up from Abraham because of what happened between him and Ishmael. It, and we know from the text that Abraham deeply loved Ishmael. Yes, he did. And so it's very possible that Abraham was trying to do the right thing, trying to do what God expected, And Isaac just misinterpreted. Yeah. And Isaac picked up something that he shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. He took away a lesson that his father didn't intend to give. And now Isaac's got it and we saw it with Esau and Jacob.
0: You know, guys, man, man, we're human beings. Absolutely. Man, they don't they don't give you a, a, a repair manual. Yeah. To be a father. A lot of fathers make bad mistakes. A lot of fathers do things that they shouldn't do. A lot of fathers make decisions in their disciplining style and all that stuff based on on you know some man
1: sometimes we're really ignorant sometimes we are sometimes we make horrible mistakes you know and
0: and abraham made them and
1: understand church sin this is the way sin works okay we are a fallen people living inside a fallen culture living inside a fallen nation living inside a fallen world yeah and so we're surrounded by things that are fallen and so do i personally sin and am i responsible for the sins i commit yeah of course but our society plays a role in this as well. And, you know, it's not like I'm going to walk out of a society that has fallen and all of a sudden be perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. Sometimes I'm going to make mistakes I don't even know about. That's still sin, church.
0: But these are pretty blatant.
1: Well, but hold on, you know. We can a Sin can be something we intentionally do. It can be something we unintentionally do. It can be something
0: we intended or not intended. It's crazy. Let me, let me ask you a question you have you have four kids mm-hmm. okay do you have a favorite you see you see every one of them is unique yeah. every one of them is special and on any given day the other three could say you like him more sure yeah that's not what happens here yeah this is blatant in your face it's this is this is the father. Saying, I love you more. Oh, guys, do y'all see this boy? Isn't he something? I
1: absolutely understand that. I absolutely understand that in this case, this is this father making this decision. Yes. What I am saying is sin, all of it, our fallen nature, the choices that we make, whether we understand it or not, when we sin, it's still sin. Yes. What's awesome about Christ and what's awesome about his blood is it's all forgiven. Yeah. Church, when you intentionally sin, it's forgiven when you unintentionally sin it's forgiven the blood of christ is radical the question for those of us who are in the church for those of us who have decided to follow christ who put him on in baptism the question for us is whether we are still following now there will come a point of time where if you continually choose to sin if you make it your lifestyle yes you'll fall away Mm -hmm. you will fall away the blood of christ will not cleanse you from all sin because you're not following but there's a vast difference between failing in temptation and choosing to make it a lifestyle. There is a difference there, church. So I can, I I guarantee you when King David was watching Bathsheba in the baths, when he was watching, he knew it was wrong. I guarantee you when he raped her, he knew it was wrong. And I guarantee you when he killed her husband, he knew it was wrong. Yeah. And there was no sacrifice for those sins. You know. God still forgives. I have,
0: no. I don't know about Jacob, but I have seen parents do this, yes, and didn't know it was wrong. Yes, did not realize it absolutely. was wrong. Absolutely, absolutely. Are are completely befuddled that this could possibly? How in the world did this happen? Well, you trace it back, and you can see where it happened. Well, no, I don't know how did this happen. Yes, and will mm-hmm. not take ownership of of. Did you not understand what you were doing? Right. Do not understand? Did you, and especially when the child confronts them and said, you know, this is, you cared about so-and-so, you cared about Betty more than you cared about us. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, and it's gonna have ramifications. Look at verse four. When his brothers
0: saw- Wait, that we missed a part. Oh, said okay, Because yeah. he had been born to him in his old age, and he made an ornate robe for him.
1: So that ornate, um, that's, that's where they get this idea of the colorful robe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean it was a colorful robe. It could have just been... It could have had gold. Well, in another
0: translation, instead said a coat of many colors. Did, does it, so, did it ever say that?
1: Yes. I, I, know, in, I, I don't, I don't want to say that there's a translation that says that. I'm not sure of that. However, um, pop culture has come to the point where this is a, a robe of many, many colors. colors. Yeah, And that's not necessarily what this word means. Uh, this word can be re- referring to... Um, Gold thread used in the robe, so it's it. It looks like a, it was.
0: It was a nice garment.
1: It was a very nice garment. That's that's exactly. Yes.
0: Made it now. Yes. Th- and, he's, and he said, and he made. He made. Okay. His daddy robe. made that's an right. ornate robe for him. For him. Did he? Did he make it for Judah? Did he make one for Levi? Did he make one for Simeon?
1: Well, I can tell you certainly who he didn't make it for. Reuben, who went up to his father's couch. Yeah. And Jacob knew it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see all the way in Genesis chapter yeah. 50, 51. Yeah. How he still remembers he, that. He didn't know. not He made that it
0: one. for Joseph. He made it for Joseph. Yep. And you know the problem here? Hmm. They all knew it, and Joseph knows it.
1: Well, and look at what it says in verse 4. When his brothers saw that their father loved him, Joseph, more than any of them, they hated him and could not
0: speak a kind word to him. Can you imagine... The, you know, the dynamic in this house. Oh my gosh. How tense it is in this house. I've seen, uh, you asked that question. I've seen this. 12 boys,
1: you know, and, and look at, by this point, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them were already married, had their own wives, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Doesn't tell us that.
1: It doesn't tell us that in the text, but Joseph is 17 and it was a long time before Rachel had him.
0: Yeah. I mean, who was the first one born? Reuben. Reuben. You know, he's probably in his thirties.
1: At least. At least. At
0: least. You know, so you know he's got his own family. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, um, now, so not only is he his father's favorite, but let's listen to the dreamer. Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. Oh, I could imagine how this conversation went. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf, Rose and stood upright while your sheaves gather around mine and bowed down to it I can see him making making motion can, can,
0: can you can you can you imagine the dialogue coming out of a seventeen year old's mouth
1: I mean i I can imagine him like you know motioning like holding that robe that cloak that his dad just made him as he talks about his sheave mm-hmm. getting bowed down by all the other sheaves like I could see this this kid rubbing it in his in his brother's well faces. he's seventeen he's, he's a male.
0: seventeen. He's got a he's got an ego arrogant problem. You think that's changed any over the years? You think you think? I think he, it will. I mean, but do you think <laughs> do you think do you think seventeen oh, year olds are have the same kind of they, they 17, do I think year olds,
1: 17 year olds are pretty consistent. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even back then.
1: Even back then.
0: Man, I you know I was I was a I was a at seventeen. I wasn't fit to live with
1: well, and i would I would also say that in this culture at seventeen, you probably had a lot a lot more life experience than seventeen year olds today, yeah. but even with that, I can't imagine that seventeen and and hormones and the way all that works is gonna is is gonna mix well, but you know i could I could totally see this as a you know kind of sticking it in their eye, mm-hmm. you know because if i at thirty two if I'm having a dream like this, and I'm pretty sure I understand what God is telling me probably going to keep it to myself probably not going to run my mouth
0: then why does he go to his brother and run his mouth because
1: he's 17 <laughs> you that's, see what i'm saying that's, you, that's, that's what i've
0: been saying Look, because yeah. he's 17 he can't keep Be, his mouth shut I,
1: and you know and he's not going to stop there then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers listen he said i had another dream and this time the sun moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me when he told his father so now he's telling his dad Right, he's not just telling his brothers, he's telling his dad. When he told his father as well, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. So his father kinda of holds on to it. It's this odd thing that
0: he's he's dreaming. Well, I think you know, I think how do I put this? I think the father's worried. I'm trying to put myself in Jacob's place. Okay. Okay. I would be concerned. Because the tension in that house, you can probably cut it with a knife. No father wants that. I don't care who yeah. you are. No father wants that. When you start yeah. to see your, bro- your, your sons start to have conflict, a serious conflict, not just a little bit, but serious conflict. You know, you're going to keep it in mind, you know, and I don't know that you can do anything, but I think it's going to, wor- it's going to worry on you.
1: I don't know. He's, I mean, I, I definitely see what you're saying. And I, th- I my, my opinion on it, right, is, is at first glance, you're right. But wait a minute. This is Jacob, the supplanter we're talking about. I understand. And I, I'm not saying he's sneaky, but what, what I, because he, he is, he has that about him. But what I am saying is <laughs> Jacob has lived through a lot of turmoil in his life. He's got four wives. He's got a son who slept with one of them. That's pretty horrible. Yep. He's putting up with it. He has two boys who went and slaughtered an entire town. Yeah. Lied to him and then slaughtered. He's got a daughter who's been raped. He's still playing favorites. It's and a now train he's wreck. buried his favorite wife. His life is a complete train wreck. I'm not so sure that hit that like this going on, minor hiccup. Compared to everything else? Minor hiccup. <laughs> minor hiccup. The okay. boys all hate each other. Eh, so what else? For them to
0: do what they're fixing to do? It's pretty it's, severe. It is pretty There's severe. There's stuff going on in that house that For we sure. don't have written down.
1: Peace. I, and you could be right. He is definitely holding on to it. We know that from the text. There's He's stuff goes on, to
0: on to in your house that nobody knows about. There's stuff that goes on in my sure. house that nobody knows about. You know? And, uh, and, and you know, we may see the aftermath of it. We may see the result of it. We may see somebody like this with their head with their chin Mm. on the plastic on their on their chest and won't say nothing to anybody. But there's stuff going on that's caused that. There's stuff going on here that's causing some issues here in this family. Oh for For sure. For them to do what they're fixing to do. They think they can get away
1: with this? Well, and it's got to be—it's—it's got to be more than what we're just reading here. Of course, there is. You know, there is. This is a constant thing. He's probably given report, bad reports on his brothers well, all the time. That's... hes rubbing these dreams in his face. He's—he's—he's he's, he's running around with his cloak. That—at least—that's the impression I'm picking up. There's a lot going on here to get his brother. And his father is, in my opinion, his father is encouraging it.
0: And you know, giving Cole... him the
1: cloak. You know what's that? You yeah. you know you're like like these boys aren't going to know that this kid's your favorite. Rachel's oldest? Come on now.
0: You just buried yeah. her? Like, come you know, on I, now. I tell people all the time. Man, when you read the scriptures, you got to learn how to read between the lines. You got to ask yourself, what's here? What's going on? And I think that's what we're doing here. You know, what what is it? What's going on here that might connect with somebody watching? You know, they said, "Man, I came from a family like this." You know, my my father you know, treated me treated me with disrespect because of my sister or my brother or whatever. You're right. And I know what it. And now I'm looking at my life, and I'm wondering if those two guys sitting there are right. Did did a lot of the stuff that happened in my life that happened because because I have no self worth, because I experienced this stuff. That's maybe that's why I hate my brother somewhere. Right. Or I hate my sister or whatever.
1: Maybe I like Joseph's brothers, and and probably to some degree like Joseph. Decide that your self worth is dependent on your father. Yeah, or your place in your family. But that's
0: what we do. That's what we do. And it's not. But I know that. But that's not what we're doing when we're in the middle of it. That's right. When you live it every single day, when you live, I can sit down with someone and try to study with them and tell them till 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 I'm hoarse. They're not going to believe it because they believed the lie.
1: And the lie is that your value is tied in to your family or your parents or or what and somebody else thinks not. of you. It is not. It's it not, is not even, not. look, your self-worth isn't even tied into what you think of you. No. Your self-worth comes from the fact that you are made in the, in the image, image of God. God. You are incredibly valuable because you're made in his God image. God has a plan for you. He had He had mind to create you. That means your
0: value. You go in the book of Psalms and and, and the writer of Psalms says, I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. I was, you knew me, he tells Jerry, I. he said, you knew me in my mother's womb. That's right. You know, I mean, anyway.
1: That's very, I mean, it's very true. It's very true. And it's so important because when we get our value from something else or someone else, this is what happens in verse yep. 12. Now his brothers had gone to graze their father's flock near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, as you know your brothers are grazing the flocks near Shechem, come, I'm going to send you to them. Now, Shechem is where they butchered all those people. Yep. Yeah. You better go check on them. They're over <laughs> there where they butchered all those people. I could see that being the issue. Maybe not. Maybe it's maybe it's been enough time that he's not worried about it, but maybe he's worried about it. I don't know. Uh very well, Joseph. Well, look at what applied. he
0: said. Read the next one. what he said. So he
1: said to him, go and see if all is well with your brothers and with the flocks and bring back word uh, Bring word back to me. Then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. When Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around in the fields and asked him, what are you looking for? He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are grazing their flocks? They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, let's go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. But they saw him in the distance and before he reached them, They plotted to kill him. Things just got real serious. I
0: I don't know if there's a lot of chaos in the family, which I think there probably is. Does his father send them over there to make sure they're okay because they've killed him? You know, two of them wiped out the whole town. There ain't nobody left. Okay. What's, you know, at this point, at this point, there's there's 10 of them, right? Mm -hmm. 10 of these brothers. I wouldn't have a problem that these guys, you know, hey, I got three boys. Uh, I got no problem with them protecting each other and being able to handle what what comes in their life. If they, the three of them had decided to put their minds together, all three of them together. He's got 10 of them, you know? They can take care of themselves. I wonder what he's, is he trying to, to smooth this over? Trying to make it, I don't know. By sending Joseph? <laughs> I mean, maybe he thinks in his own twistedness, maybe he thinks, well, maybe if they spend some time together.
1: uh, No, I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't buy that for one second. You don't think so? No, 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 no. No. I think he's sending Joseph out there for the exact reason he said. You go out there because he's going to come. This one will tell me what those other yahoos are up to. I think that's what he's doing. You think they're killing more folks? Yeah, you go. No, I don't think he thinks they're necessarily killing more folks. Maybe they're stealing a sheep, you know. (laughs) He's not so sure. He's not so sure about those boys from those other wives. You, my favorite son, son of Rachel, firstborn. You'll come and tell me. You'll come and tell me because you're Rachel's son. So you take that cloak I made you, that beautiful cloak. You put that on your back and you walk out there and you watch those <laughs> yahoos out there. And you come back and tell me. I think that's what this man is doing. That's good, what I'm getting from good. the text.
0: And you're telling me. That you you don't think there's chaos in his family? Oh,
1: I think there is chaos, but I think Jacob <laughs> this is has a, a very high tolerance for chaos. I think boy, he's I, been born. Not, I'll give you and that. For on sure. It. And I think he he's sending this boy out there to check up on them because if you've if you've picked up on this chaos and you absolutely know that your ten eldest sons who are all men in their own right, mm-hmm. you know they're man enough to go butcher an entire town. You know your ten eldest sons hate this boy. And he's your treasure boy. I, I don't care if they're your sons or not. You don't put your treasure boy in the hands of these men.
0: Well, the one that uh, that went and slept with one of your wives is fixing to step up.
1: He does. He does step up, and I think it's a shame. I think Reuben. You know, it looks like Reuben made a bad mistake. He made right. a horrible mistake. Of course, never gets forgiven for it. And I. And but that's
0: Jake's you, family. You ever? You ever made? You ever made a really bad mistake? <coughs> in of your course. Work? That you can't get past, of course. That you that you uh, that you look at and it haunts you even to this day, of course. Yeah, I think that's where Reuben is.
1: It's very possible.
0: I think that's it's very where is. possible. I think he made a mistake. I think he had. I think he let his feelings and emotions get away from him, and uh, and he went in and, and laid with one of his father's wives. And I think, uh, you know, I cannot I cannot do any more damage to my dad.
1: Well, and I think and that's that's it's very well possible that that's what's going on here because let's see what happens, right. So look at verse 19. Here comes that dreamer, they said to each other, right? Because they they saw him coming from from way off, right? They saw him in the distance. Why? I'm sure that ornate cloak had something to do with it. Maybe, maybe not. Verse 19, here he comes. Verse 20, come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. This is what we call murder one. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's planned, premeditated.
1: Premeditated, premeditated this is murder one in Texas. You get the death penalty Yeah. in Texas. If four people see you do this, you go to the front of the line for death row. Yeah. In fact, that's mm-hmm. been the law for quite a while. Yeah. So this is a major thing. This is a big deal, you know, now, so let's do that. Let's, let's say that a ferocious animal devoured him. So this is actually murder one, I think with conspiracy, Yeah. with conspiracy yeah. attached. All right. So uh, then we'll see what comes of his dreams. So they point right <laughs> to the dreams, right? <laughs> now in verse 21 when Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood, throw him into this cistern here in the wilderness, but don't lay a hand on him. Reuben said this to rescue him from them and take him back to his father
0: and he's talking to Simeon and Levi who have done just what have they done
1: They've done exactly this
0: They have shed blood and he said and he, they have shed a lot of blood.
1: They are, uh, let's say, Simeon and Levi, looking at these two. They are practiced hands at the murder one with conspiracy. Yes, the practice. Yes, multiple they, counts. They, in
0: fact. they are, they are schooled. They are they
1: they could be instructors. Yes, at <laughs> yes. the school of murder one with conspiracy. Because they approach. killed them all. They did.
0: They killed every man in the yeah. town,
1: and then they took all the the, all men, the wives the, the and they wives took all the, children stuff. Yeah. the stuff and the
0: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So they killed with and with perks.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, picking up in verse 23. So, when Joseph came came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. The cistern was empty. There was no water in it.
0: Well, God, thank God for that.
1: (sighs) Golly gee. Verse 25. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Their camels were loaded with spices, balm, and myrrh, and they were on their way to take them down to Egypt. So picking up at verse 26, so Judah said to his brothers, what will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agreed. You know, this is like classic thinking of the world. You know, Mm -hmm. we were just talking about this, right? People saying, oh, I'm right with God because I'm not doing as many drugs as I was. Yeah.
0: What? Yeah. You know, well, that's this type of thing. I used reasoning. to do a whole lot of drugs. Right, I used to do a whole lot. And now lot. I'm just now doing, I'm doing a little. I'm only doing it and drinking so a little okay bit. God's okay with that. Yeah, God's got to be okay. Check that box. Yeah, Yeah. we got that we
1: got box. got that box. Check yeah, Judah's like, oh yeah, we don't want his blood on us, so we won't kill him. We'll just sell him into slavery.
0: Oh yeah, that that works. What?
1: <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's going to be a lot better. Good job, Judah. Hey, top notch, buddy.
0: All right. <laughs> but this is how this is how we think when we when we're being led by satan when we're being led by yes. evil when we're doing things yes. out of out of anger and rage and jealousy when we believe the lie yeah
1: and they have yeah they've bought it hotline and singer just we, like just we, like Jacob
0: guys did. we bought it this is what we do this is what all of us do we believe the lie and we make decisions based on what the lie tells us to do so. absolutely So when the Midianite merchants came by, his
1: brothers pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites, who took him to Egypt. In verse 29, when Reuben returned to the cistern and saw that Joseph was not there, he tore his clothes. He went back to his brothers and said, the boy isn't there. Where can I turn now? Then they got Joseph's robe, slaughtered a goat, and dipped the robe in blood They took the ornate robe back to their father and said, we found this, examine it to see whether it's your son's robe. Like they like, come on, for reals, you know, like how despicable, you know, like, oh, could you,
0: could you look at this and verify? Like they don't know. Yep. They're trying to cover themselves.
1: He recognized it and said, it is my son's robe. Some ferocious animal has devoured him. Joseph has surely been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and daughters came to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. No, he said, I will continue to mourn until I join my son in the grave. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. When we believe the lie, when we believe the lie that Satan tells, and he tells it through all sorts of other people. He tells it through our parents. He tells it through our siblings. He tells it through our society. When we believe the lie that we have no value when we have no self-worth, we do horrible things. We do, hor- we do horrible things to ourselves. We do horrible things to people around us. We, we, we commit ourselves to being and doing horrible things.
0: Has it, uh, I look at these boys. The girls don't know nothing. There's daughters here. They don't know anything. And these boys are going to, are going to eat on, this going to eat on them. And we know it does. Yes. Because later on, when it finally, when they say later on, Mm -hmm. we know that they have, they have been miserable. And I just wonder, you know, because there's been a, there's been things that have happened in my life that, 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 that still haunt me, that I just can't get past. Not, I can't say I can't get past, but things that I just, that I, that I don't struggle with, but. But you I look think, back about, and you know, and I think, gosh, how in the world could I do that? Right. How could I be that insensitive? How could I be that? How could I be that sinful to do that?
1: How could I be that horrible? Yeah, you know, the, on this side of the cross, yeah, on this side of obedience.
0: And I understand that I've been washed and forgiven. I understand that. And and one of the things that I that, that it was, I'm not going to say what it was, but I tried to make it right. I tried to make it right. I went to the people involved, and and I and I tried to make it, and and that individual said, you don't have, I don't have a problem with you. It didn't matter. I had a problem with me. Yeah. And and it just didn't it it just didn't I it still it doesn't bother me now, but I still think about it sometimes. Yeah. You know, I still think about it that that the the people I hurt, you know, the individual and and, and some of the lifestyle choices that individual made. Were they were they my fault? Did I cause that because of the things I did in that person's life? Did I cause that stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Only God knows that. I don't know. That person said no. I don't believe it. I I don't. I had an opportunity to be an influence in a powerful good way, and I wasn't. And I was just the opposite. And that person's life turned out bad in a lot of ways. I don't know. I, I don't know. And that's only one. I've got bunches, not bunches, but I got a few of them. That you know, there's just nothing you can do. Well, you know? thanks and, be and, to but God. But I, I look at these guys and I'm saying, these guys are struggling.
1: Thanks be to God that He doesn't look at us in our sin and think you're garbage. He looks at you in your sin and He says, "This is why I went to the cross because I know what you can be. I, I know what you were created to be." Yeah. And I want you to be that.
0: I, will, I had a, an instant with this particular situation. I had an instant where I think God reminded me. I think I needed to be reminded, and God to 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 not know if it's not to knock me down, but just to get my attention and say, just remember what I've done. Here, here's a reminder. I want to remind you of something. You ever do that with your kids? Sure. Give them a reminder of something oh, yeah. they may have done. Say, so, you remember last week? Remember what you did last week? Oh, yeah. I don't want you to forget because you're gonna learn from this. I know it's hard, but you're gonna learn from it. And you know, because of how it happened that I was because after I was converted, never thought about it until all of a sudden one day, boom. Mm. Yeah. And I'm and I'm going, There's only one explanation that God put us back in that situation. You know. And I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying, what if it could have been that God's saying, as a good father saying, Dan, I need to tell you, I need to show you something because you need to, you need to not forget something that happened to you. And uh, and to remember, because I'm going to put you in people's lives and you need to know that they're going to have people like you in their lives that cause some problems. So it's amazing what God can do with
1: broken and hurt people.
0: And it's so wonderful that God can forget that God forgives us. He does, you know, and doesn't hold it. A, a, a Broken, hurt
1: people hurt and break people. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, when we buy into the lies of Satan, when we believe the the things that he says rather than things You're that right. God say, this is the result. The we result perpe- is calamity.
0: We, we perpetuate the bad behavior.
1: Thanks be to God, He sent His Son, so that's we don't right. have that's to right. be this That's
0: way. absolutely right. Absolutely right. Let's pray, Yeah, Father, thank you so much for being a loving kind, compassionate, caring God, a God, Father, who loves us so much, loves your creation so much that was willing to die for it. Father, I pray that you help Cole and I and help all of us uh, to to strive to teach as many as we can about the compassion and the empathy and the love that you have for for man. Father, we know that there's there's a relationship you want with him, with all of us, and you sent your son to get it to make it possible for us. Help us, Father, to teach as many as we can. And those who are watching, I pray, Father, that if their lives are a calamity because of things and events that they didn't have any control over, I pray, Father, that that you'll guide them through all of that. Help them to realize that you love them and they are valuable because you see them as valuable. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you for your Son who makes all of this possible. It's in his name and by his authority we pray. Amen. Amen.